And now it's the churches in Cuba who are pleading for the government to listen to the people. Social media is off and on in Cuba following the protest of thousands more than a week ago. But when it works, churches are speaking out. The head of the Evangelical Methodist Church on social media saying the fact of disagreeing with the political system does not turn a person into an antisocial element or criminal. The Methodists have joined an increasing number of Protestants and the Roman Catholic Church in calling out the communist government for not meeting the needs of people relating to hunger and health. The lack of food has grown more with the arrival of COVID. Cuba has the highest number of cases based on population in all of Latin America. As Christians gather this weekend together, or on WhatsApp services, prayers will ring out to meet the needs of suffering and for Christ to be made known. Welcome to Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris sharing the great story that's all about Jesus. And all week we've been in a series called Cuba in Crisis. And the one thing we keep hearing from brothers and sisters in Christ in that Caribbean island is that we would keep praying. A couple of nights ago, our Spanish director joined up with a Cuban friend of ours, a pastor, for an evening of prayer. And I want you to pray along with a portion of this encouraging prayer right now. Gracias a Dios, Padre Eterno, our Father Eternal, Todo Poderoso, All Powerful. Por tu iglesia en Cuba. For your church in Cuba. Solo en tus manos está el futuro de Cuba, Señor. The future of Cuba is in your hands alone, Father. El futuro de todo este planeta está en tus manos, Señor. The future of this entire planet is in your hands. No hay ningún otro plan humano. There is no other human plan. Que pueda sustituirte. That can substitute for you. Ni que pueda satisfacer. Nothing else can satisfy the human heart. Solo en ti hay esperanza. There's only hope in you. Ayúdanos a entender eso. Help us to understand this. Y actuar según ese entendimiento. And to act according to this understanding. Ya hay un himno que cantamos muy lindo en Cuba. Just like the hymn we sing, the precious hymn in Cuba that we sing as a church. Que dice, porque vive él. Puedo vivir el mañana. Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Porque vive él, no hay más temor. Because he lives, there is no more fear. Porque yo sé que en sus manos él tiene mi futuro. Because I know he has my future in his hands. Porque vive él. Because he lives. Porque vive él. Because he lives. Porque vive él. Because he lives. Amén, Señor. In the name Amen. of our Lord and Savior. Amen. Amen. A prayer from Cuba, Reverend Joel DePico, and a prayer from his heart. Dan Warren, our speaker and director of El Faro de Redención, was translating for everyone on that rare Zoom call out of Cuba. Dan will be with us in a little bit to talk more about the situation in Cuba. And then we're going to turn to Psalm 2. But first, I want to meet up one more time with the president of Transworld Radio. They're the ones who operate that giant radio transmitter that we broadcast from into Cuba. Lauren Libby, welcome back to the program. 
Things are chaotic in Cuba right now, but El Fado is getting in every night through your station. What are you hearing from people in Cuba? Uh, God uses it to really encourage them. And it's not just encouragement. You know, so many times I think the people in Cuba feel like they're forgotten. They're just on this island, and everyone in the world has forgotten about them. And to be able to hear a friendly language in a heart language of Spanish, people who actually care about them, is a huge, huge thing. And so whether you're listening now and you're involved in help make, make that happen, you know, just, just stop and think about if you had a friend who was with you each and every night, and you're in your living room, and it's sort of dingy, and there's one little light, and, and maybe you have a galvanized roof where you're living. And the reason I paint that picture is those are the types of people that listen all across that island because their housing is, is pretty primitive in most places. And so, you know, whether it be an encouragement uh, spiritually, an encouragement in the middle of all of this political up- upheaval, Uh, God needs to touch hearts, and he wants to, and he uses the tool of radio to do that each and every night as Haven is with those people in their own homes. Lauren, we started this week, and our goal was to raise $100,000 to cover one year of broadcasting into Cuba. We've seen nearly 45,000 come in so far. What would you say to someone who's thought about giving but just hasn't done so yet? You know, I, I'm sure there are people listening who'd say 5000 or 10000 maybe even $50,000 might be within your budget. And you're praying about somewhere to make an investment in the kingdom. And let me just say this. I was talking to someone the other day, and they said, you know, the reason we invest in radio and in media is because it's instantaneous. You can touch a heart in 30 seconds. And you have the capability of doing that. And as you're investing in this ministry with Haven, I can tell you from personal experience that on the island of Cuba, they're changing lives. So would you be a part of it? Lauren Libby, president of Transworld Radio, thank you for sharing about the importance of sending Christ into Cuba right now by radio. Thank you, Charles. Well, as Lauren just said, any amount will be used to share the great story in this hurting country right now. Whether you can send $50, as some have $100, $5,000, $6,000, $30,000, our number to call after the program is 800-654-2836, 800-65-HAVEN, or go and give on our website, haventoday.org haventoday.org. And now, how about some refreshing music from Sovereign Grace? Oh God, we've seen your faithfulness. You brought us from the wilderness. But now our faith is frail and weak. Oh God of mercy,
God of mercy, hear our plea. Sovereign grace, leading us in worship here on A Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris, and the program is called Cuba in Crisis. In a moment, we're going to look at Psalm 2. It begins with a question many are asking today. Why do the nations rage? But it ends with a great promise. Blessed are all who take refuge in him. But before we go to the word, I want to welcome back to the program our Spanish director and speaker for El Faro de Redención, Dan Warren. I'm in my studio. Thank you for joining me from your studio. Thank you, Charles. It's been great to be with you just thinking together about what's going on today in Cuba. Well, let's just talk about this. What do you think said the protests off? The government, of course, wants to blame the United States or outsiders for all their problems. And of course, nobody buys that, whether you're in Cuba or outside Cuba. But uh, there are counter protests even uh, coming that the government has called for. It's just chaos happening right now, isn't it? It really is right now, Charles. And you know, this week, we've talked about the health crisis and the hunger crisis in Cuba that's ongoing and more and more severe uh, in the wake of the pandemic and, and a lot of other things. It's never one thing. Um, and we certainly want to be careful becoming too political. Uh, I hope everyone would understand we have a team in Cuba. So if we don't come down hard on some kind of, you know, what someone might expect us to say about the government in Cuba, uh, that's just not our message. And it's not wise for us to do with our team there. Um, but that doesn't mean that uh, we're uninterested in that. Uh, my, what I've been saying is that, you know, I preach the message of King Jesus, and he is the one who rules the world in grace and justice. And today is a good time to seek him and to know him and to come into his kingdom. So as we think about everything that may be, you know, precipitating these events, I think it's important to remember what our message of hope needs to be into Cuba. And I should just tell our listeners uh, who are with us in English, uh, you have to be very careful. You walk a tightrope uh, to not uh, get the government down against us. But also, even in English, we know the Cuban government listens to English media, including our program in English. And we have to be somewhat careful, too, about what we're saying on Haven today. Um, it is, after all, a communist country. Dan, and I guess it all goes back, though, that we have the main thing that's the main thing. And, and the real answer for the hunger, for the lack of medical care, the pandemic, uh, the real answer is people need Christ first and foremost. And so we're serving the church and we're leading people to faith in Christ as well. And radio is is the one way that we can send help right now. It really is, Charles. And, you know, it's, it's interesting you say that. Um, as I was trying to stay in touch with people this past week, which has been really difficult in the wake of the protests, um, Cuba largely was cut off uh, from the rest of the world. You know, uh, the government shut down the internet and uh, it was really difficult to stay in touch, but juggling a lot of different ways uh, to message people, different apps and social media, I was able to, to stay in touch. And I was just asking people, uh, pastors, especially in the church, what should El Fado do? Uh, we want to be very sensitive. We're here to serve the church, not to create problems for the church. And we're here to bring the message of Jesus in the best way possible. Everyone said, just pray, mm -hmm. just pray. Mm -hmm. And so we went on the air um, at the end of the week after 
gathering, you know, it was really difficult to gather all the content for this, but we gathered uh, many, many prayers from Cuba, also from countries like Venezuela, which has its own problems, uh, Guatemala, um, Mexican friends of mine. And we had this international prayer meeting that we aired all across Cuba uh, for people to just join us and pray, not praying against any kind of political platform, being very sensitive, but at the same time, just praying the gospel over the country and praying for Christ to be very present with his people and for people to turn to Jesus and to find him. Because at the end of the day, Charles, that's the only thing Mm. that will change Cuba. It's the only thing that will change Cuba. Prayer and the gospel. When hearts are changed, nations change. Mm, That's why what we're doing right now through Olfato has to stay gospel-centered, Christ-focused, like you said, keeping the main thing the main thing. Dan Warren, thank you so much for being with us here on the English uh, version of Haven today. Thank you, Charles. It's been so great to share with everyone about Cuba. I just ask everyone to keep praying, and I know the Cuban people are very grateful. This is Haven Today and a program called Cuba in Crisis. I don't know about you, but as I was listening to Dan these past few days, my heart has hurt for the people in Cuba. They're suffering in a way that's hard for us to imagine. Think with me about brothers and sisters on that troubled island. We see a family of four, a mother, father, and two little boys. They're running low on food, The hospitals are full, and they can't receive the medical care they need. Protesters have filled the streets these past days, and uncertainty is everywhere. What hope do they have? Where can they turn? Or to put it another way, how can you and I be certain of the things that we've been hearing from the Psalms this week? How can we be sure that the Lord is our refuge and our help? Because of what we read in Psalm 2. The first three verses begin with a question. Why do the nations conspire and the peoples plot in vain? The kings of the earth rise up and the rulers band together against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, Let us break their chains and throw off their shackles. You and I can see this clearly in our minds, can't we? The kings of the earth gathering together to make war on the Lord, the planet drowning in chaos and confusion. In some ways, it isn't much different than what we see happening around our world today, wouldn't you say? But what is our Lord's response to this gathered army of his enemies? Does he fear defeat? Does he anxiously prepare for the battle? No way. The one enthroned in heaven laughs. The Lord scoffs at them. Hear that? The Lord laughs and mocks them the most powerful people on earth gathered together. And yet he laughs. This alone should bring us comfort, because Jesus told us that this God who holds us in his strong hand, this laughing God is our protector and provider. The Lord does more than just laugh, however. He installs his anointed king on Zion, his holy mountain. Therefore, you kings, be wise, be warned rulers of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear and celebrate his rule with trembling. Kiss his son, or he will be angry, and your way will lead to your destruction, for his wrath can flare up in a moment. Blessed are all who take refuge in him. 
We know, of course, that Jesus Christ is the anointed king who has earned the entire world as his inheritance. How did he earn it? By living and dying in the place of his sinful people, sinners like you and me. As we and those in Cuba live on this fallen planet Earth, we can know that those who come to the Lord for refuge are truly blessed. You and I can take comfort in this, and so can our brothers and sisters in Cuba and around the world. Cubans, Americans, and Canadians, Filipinos can all flee to the refuge of Jesus Christ. That's a message worth broadcasting and spreading wide and far. Would you pray with me for a moment? Our Heavenly Father, we praise you for your power and strength and also your goodness. We pray that you would comfort and strengthen our brothers and sisters in Cuba. May they be provided enough food to eat and water to drink. And may medical supplies be given out in abundance and provided. We also ask that through the proclamation of the gospel, we would see countless Cubans come to faith in your Son. We ask this not just because any of us deserve it, but because we ask in the name of Jesus, our Lord. Amen. Let blessings flow again Where fear too long has reigned Lord, let the church bells ring From here to the nations On earth as in heaven Lord, our prayer will ever be Your kingdom come Restore the mighty name of Christ the Son Let prodigals return to raise your song Our God, our God has no rival Our prayer, our prayer is revival Lord, hear the cry of saints Of those who Pray for the nations we cry. 
Ireland Collective from Ireland and our prayer here in this haven today, Cuba in crisis, hunger and health, COVID and communism, just some of the factors that have led to major protests in Cuba like never before. The government unsure how to respond, even afraid. Well, can you help? Can you join me? As Lauren Libby, president of Transworld Radio, told us earlier, it costs $100,000 a year to broadcast on that powerful 500,000-watt radio station off the island of Bonaire. Can you help us provide aid from outside to inside Cuba? Somebody listening can send $50. Somebody can send 100 And as Lauren Libby told us, somebody could even send $100,000. Can I ask for your help today? Please pray about it and think about those stuck there with a lack of food and no medicine and how you can send them the hope of Jesus through your gift. Whatever you can send, 50, 100, 5,000, 30,000, 100,000. Our number is 800 654 2836. 800-65-HAVEN. Or make your gift online. And our web address to give securely is haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. I'm Charles Morris. Thank you for joining us. Won't you come back again tomorrow? We're going to talk about the Olympics, but we're not going to forget Cuba. And we'll do that because it's all about the great story. All about Jesus. Together, here on Haven Today. For your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. Ever hear of this familiar nightmare? I more than have. I've dreamed it. You're in a public place and suddenly realize you're naked in front of everyone. Mortifying. That fear is rooted in shame. Shame is the belief that something's wrong with you. You feel flawed and you dread the ridicule exposure brings. Well, shame exists because sin exists. Adam and Eve were created naked and unashamed, but when they ate the fruit, they were ashamed and hid from God. Yet there's news to share. God promises to cover our shame. He clothed Adam and Eve after they sinned, giving us a picture that points to Jesus. When we believe the gospel, Galatians 3 says, we are clothed in Christ. Spend more time with Jesus with Anchor Devotional. Visit GetAnchor.com.